Welcome to the Christian Financial Perspectives Podcast, where you will learn what the Bible says about stewardship and finance. Here, you will gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge of how to integrate your Christian faith with your finances. Here's your Christian Financial Advisors host, Bob Barber, and his co-host, Sean Peters. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. We're so glad that you joined us. My name is Sean Peters, and I'm joined, as always, as my esteemed co-host and father-in-law, Bob Barber. Today, we're going to be covering a difficult topic on the financial handling of the loss of a spouse. And if you do enjoy content from a Christian perspective on finance, we'd love for you to hit that subscribe button. We're trying to help educate other Christians on how to glorify God through their finances. So today, Bob, do you think you could give us a little bit of an introduction? I sure can, Sean. This is a very hard subject to talk about, no doubt, but it needs to be talked about. It's very, very important. Uh, One of the things is, as I was putting this together, I realized how even though some of you, many of you have not lost your spouse, it's very important that you still listen to this program because as my pastor always says, death is hovering somewhere around the 100% range. Mm. It's going to happen to us all. Um, we're also going to speak about divorce because that is the loss of a spouse. Hopefully none of none of you have gone through that, but we know the stats, and it does happen. And we've worked with a lot of people that have divorced, and unfortunately, and I hate to see that within the Christian community because we know in the God's Word the two become one. And when they, right. when they pull apart, it's like if you glue two pieces of paper together, Sean, and they were different colors, you know, a red and blue. Uh-huh. You pull them apart, there's going to be a little bit of the red on the blue and the blue yep. on the red. And and so this is a very, it's hard to talk about this, but it's very important, especially in the financial arena. That's right. That's right. And so really this is going to be covering the financial steps yeah. that need to be covered as soon as possible after a loss. Again, and, whether that's loss through death or through divorce. And I, and I want to say... um, those of you that have recently lost a spouse, either through death or divorce, we are so sorry. And we handle this with grace and love the way that Jesus Christ would want us mm-hmm. to handle this. So we know that uh, your life revolves around your spouse. I mean, yeah. it does for both of us. Yeah. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm having at least two meals, many times three meals a day with, with my wife. And we've been married for 39 years. We're just part of each other after this yeah. long. So. You lose a spouse, and it's like losing a limb. Yeah, it you is. Know? It is. But while finances can be hard to talk about, it's very necessary. Mm-hmm. And and during that time, wise uh, guidance and, and counsel is critical. That's right. That's right. Um, and, and some of these financial things, unfortunately, have to be handled immediately. Yeah. While others can be delayed. Yeah, that's okay. right. So... So we try to emphasize, if possible, to refrain from making any major financial decisions until life has kind of settled down yeah. from from the loss, as well as keeping your finances very confidential, except possibly with maybe one very trusted family member and a trusted financial advisor. That's something that, you know, it's, it's just really important because if all of a sudden you start sharing, oh, look at the life insurance payout that I got or you know, look at the money that you got because of the, the divorce. Yeah. All of a sudden you've got cousins and long lost friends and relatives and all these people that, you know, well, they have 
something they really need help with or oh they're they want to start a new business they want to start a new business i've seen that a lot and then of course then you feel guilty because if you don't want to help them then well you're you're not a good person and and the reality is it's none of their business yeah that's right i think we picked some really good scriptures to go with today sean i always uh always pick on you for reading the scriptures sure so if you because i just have such a beautiful you do yeah it's so great (laughs) (laughs) all right well let's go with the first one psalms 34 18 the lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. That's a good one. It is. Uh, Psalm seventy-three twenty-six. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And finally, Matthew 5, 4. Blessed are they that mourn, for they will be comforted. From the Beatitudes. That's right. And Matthew, yeah, that is that is such a good scripture. I think these are great scriptures to, to focus on during a, a tough time like mm-hmm. losing your spouse. So we've compiled a list of 10 things, and we're going to go through these 10 things now that I've made from many years of experience that need to be taken care of as as soon as you mentally and physically are capable of of doing. Um, Notice I said uh, emotionally capable, too, because it's going to take some time to get over a loss. Many times you you never get over that. Really, you never do. But you just have to learn to live life yeah. without without that spouse. But that's very very difficult. Um, I've seen this from many years of being in the financial services business, Sean. I yeah. mean, you know, it's been over thirty years, and we have quite a few. And I help walk them through this with a lot of grace, understanding, and compassion yeah. is greatly needed in in this time. So right. let's get on with the list. All right, here's the ten things that you need to think about. Uh, we're, they're gonna we're gonna share them like the first two or three or four are gonna be for like if you just lost a spouse and then mm-hmm. we're gonna get into the, uh, the divorce point um, and then we'll come back so exactly okay yeah. first get with your financial advisor if you have one and they are fiduciary based or find a well experienced fiduciary based financial advisor along with a trusted family member if you have one to help you assemble all of the following things we're gonna be. Yeah, and we might want to uh, define what fiduciary. I was just about to ask. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do do you mind defining that for for those who maybe haven't seen some of our other? Sure, sure. So, a fiduciary based advisor does not handle any commission based products. That's right. Okay, so they're not motivated to try to sell you a particular product. That's right. Uh, you are the one that pays the advisor. It's just like if if you were to pay your CPA mm-hmm. um, or you pay them an attorney, you right? Know, maybe it's by the hour, or it's you know for it's X amount for your for your tax it, return. It, it could be a certain fee, yeah. But you pay them. They're not paid by uh, a a product company to sell yeah. that. And I think the most common example which, that, which can create a major conflict of exactly. interest. Okay, the most common example that people fall fall victim to, unfortunately, are things like fixed index annuities and variable annuities. And it's it's not that all these different products that have a high commission don't ever have a place. But again, it, when it comes yeah. down to it, if the advisor is not a fiduciary and they're being compensated ten percent, well, are they really? giving you the best advice for the life insurance payout that you got that they want you to put all into a, a product that's going to pay them 10% of that value. Yeah. Well, you don't, you already have enough going on with the loss of the right. spouse. Don't, don't add insult to injury and, yeah. and work with a non-fiduciary advisor. The second thing is, and a fiduciary advisor will help you this with this or a CPA, mm-hmm. or like we say, a, a very, very trusted family member mm-hmm. that's already well off financially. If Preferably. you, if you have yep. that preferably, right. Yeah. 
form an updated financial statement of all your assets and your liabilities to get a handle on your complete financial picture. That's and right. that may not be easy, but with the help of someone experienced that can help you do that. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, part of that is going to be, which kind of goes into number three. Right. But we, you want to form a list of all the financial accounts. So bank or credit union accounts, brokerage accounts, savings, retirement accounts, along with any monthly or annual statements, as well as get current balances. The fourth thing would be that, that you look at all your sources of incoming monthly income and, and where is it coming from? Yeah. These might be sources like Social Security or a pension plan, like the loss of your, your spouse may have had a pension plan or was getting Social Security. Mm -hmm. and, and that may stop now. At, or like if they're getting Social Security and yours is less, you'll be able to get theirs, but you won't be able to still get yours. Right. Okay. Right. Many of those payments are made in advance. So what I mean by that, if, if you lost your spouse on the 15th of the month and you've gotten a payment on the 4th of the month, You've gotten that, that payment was in was in advance because mm -hmm. that was for the whole month. And some of that may need to be returned. I've seen that. Mm. If that sp spouse loss was receiving Social Security benefits, you need to get to the nearest Social Security Administration office and tell them they need to be contacted immediately. You may have to give some back. You may not. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing is make sure you get a list of all of the outgoing monthly expenses. You want to make sure that those are listed and totaled so that you know what it is, yeah. You know, especially if you are the spouse that was not typically handling the expenses and, yeah. the, and the budgeting. The uh, one thing that would be really helpful for that is get the last three to four months of bank statements because then you can kind of look through and see, all right, what, what are some of the things that are recurring on on each statement? You should see an average of what it be, exactly. is what it is being spent each month with mm -hmm. the last three to four months of bank statements mm -hmm. because I realize Remember when we made the program called um, what was it budgeting? Budgeting without numbers. Budgeting without numbers. Yeah, yeah. And, and in this case, you are going to have to use numbers. You are going to have to use some <laughs> numbers, right? But I realize that the majority of you are not budgeters. That's mm -hmm. just that's just life. I sit across from you every single day, so I know. All right. Number six: all debts and to whom they are owed, along with the financial terms, need to be listed out. Yes, they do. Absolutely. Now, the, the next three of these um, are in the event of a loss of a spouse, but not a divorce. That's right. That's okay. Right. All right. So number seven is with the loss of a spouse is the estate planning documents like, like the will, the trust, uh, any limited partnerships. You, you need to get those together. You need to get a hold of a reputable attorney. Hopefully you have one. If not, we may be able to help you with one, or you can go to Kingdom Advisors. This That's is a right. great place to go. Yeah. And, and find a local Christian uh, attorney, hopefully mm -hmm, within mm -hmm. your state, that can help you with the probate and estate planning if this is going to be needed. And it is. In most cases, it's going to have to be probated. All right. Yep. So the next one is get at least 10 copies of death certificates yeah. for all the financial accounts and the insurance for claims that require an original or a copy for moving accounts into your name only. And the reason why we say get get ten is because, like some of them, you actually have to send an original. Right. Some so, you don't. You know, it may, you may as well just get get a bunch of copies all at once, so you've you've got them on file for if you need them, and that'll definitely help kind of speed up the process. Because that, that's usually what what delays it is everything's ready to go, but you don't have the death certificate, and then you have to try to get another copy, and then you're just kind of sitting in limbo and waiting. 
And like uh, I've got here in our in our notes, Sean, is that some of these accounts may be locked up to until the probate process is mm. completed. Mm. Okay. And the ninth thing, so these these three that we've just listed for if you lost your spouse, um, make a list of all your enforced life insurance policies, and you need to make a claim with the with the the insurance company right. for the death benefit that mm -hmm. that's going to be paid out. Okay, and again, this can take some time. This might be three to five months. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you make that claim because it's not like the life insurance company wants to pay. So the, so the sooner you file the claim, yeah. the, the better. I just dealt. I just was with uh, with a client two days ago, and it was this was a an annuity death benefit paid out, mm. and the death benefit was higher than the contract value by quite a substantial amount. I mean, yeah. by like three or four hundred thousand. Wow. They did not want to pay out that death benefit, mm. and uh, the daughter got involved in helping the mom, and she said that she had to call them numerous times. Yeah, you know, because they were having to come up with that money. Yeah, but they finally, they finally did get it. Oh, weird! It's yeah. like the insurance companies want to <laughs> yeah. take your money, but they don't actually want to pay <laughs> yeah, out when exactly. it's actually owed. Weird. Yeah. Yep. So, so the the tenth one, after all the above is completed, with the help of a well experienced fiduciary based financial advisor, I know we've hit on that a lot. Yeah, and possibly a trusted family member, you can start to get all the bank and credit union and brokerage and retirement accounts and all the other assets like real estate and cars titled into your name only. Yeah. And there so. are many other items we've not discussed today. That's right. These are just 10. Yeah. I feel like these are kind of your top level. Like if you can at least get through these, it's going to get you in the right direction. It, it is. You know, and and, and this is overwhelming enough as it is. Yeah. Um, with, when you've lost a spouse. So like we've said in the beginning, I've, I've helped many surviving spouses over the years or those that have gone through a divorce get their financial life back in order. And it can take a while. So just yeah. realize that uh, we're going to handle it here because, because we're Christian-based with much grace, a lot of grace, compassion. We're not going to be throwing darts at if it's a divorce at the other spouse. I'm going to tell you that right now. I yeah. mean, I'm just not going to do that. It just be, needs to be handled with grace on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and we're going to help you use wisdom, and we're going to do this slowly. It's not all has to be done immediately. A lot of these things do, but when I say slowly, over a couple-month period, two- or three-month period. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. It's and, not going to all be in one meeting yeah. in one day. Yep. So. All right. So Christian Financial Advisors, we, we do have the experience, and we have the knowledge to help you. Plus, we're just fiduciary-based. We don't offer any commission-based products, so we're not motivated to try uh, to sell you something. Again, if your present financial advisor that you're using is commission-based, I, I would suggest you try to find a fiduciary-based advisor. Yeah. If it's not us, then another fiduciary-based advisor. Look for that word, fiduciary. That's yeah. what's very important. And if you would like a list of the copy, a, 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 a copy of what we talked about today, those these 10 yeah. things. It'll be on the podcast description. Okay. It's also going to be on our website. It'll be in the, it should be in the description for the YouTube video. So it's kind of all over, but if for whatever reason you can't find it, yeah. you can also visit our website, christianfinancialadvisors.com. Uh, you can also call or text us Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., 830-609-6986, and we'd be happy to help you. I think that about wraps it up for today. Again, we, we know this was a, a hard conversation to or topic to cover, but we hope this has been helpful and that this will, will bless you 
or if you have someone in your, in your life that's going through this, maybe you can kind of help them through this. So thank you for joining us and God bless. That's all for now. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.